Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Super special episode today because I have the chance to interview Elisa, which some of you know. Um, Elisa is my assistant. That's like a cool thing to say. And it also really um, undervalues what it is she actually does for me. Elisa essentially runs me well with stuff now um, in five hours a week. It's magical. Um, and she also is um, a yoga instructor. So I was really excited to bring her in here to chat with us a little bit about what she does and some of her tips and um, suggestions for also embracing a lifestyle of personal wellness on a day-to-day basis. So super excited to have you here. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Thank you for the kind words. And it's amazing working with you, as you know, and I tell you all the time, I love working with you. Um, Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. This is like such an awesome partnership and collaboration. I think it has been so agreed. I've been excited. Um, this is long overdue episode. So could you take a second and just introduce yourself to listeners, like from your perspective, tell us about you. So, um, I'm from Buffalo. I went to Williamsville South. Um, I went to college in New York city. I moved to California for a while. Um, we'll talk about later. I did a semester abroad in Denmark And then I moved home. I tried out a couple different places and Buffalo really is just like the best right now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Most bang for your buck Mm -hmm. (laughs) and family and everything. So here I am. I teach yoga at the rock climbing gym once Mm -hmm. a week. Mm -hmm. And then I work full time um, for a nonprofit doing their grants program. Mm -hmm. Um, I have two cats that I just took camping over the weekend uh, and it was amazing. <laughs> I love that. Love that for you. You do like a little bit of everything. I feel like you really dabble in a lot of amazing I do, things. Yeah. yeah. Aside from my full-time job, I do marketing and email marketing and social media for like two different companies, mm-hmm. two and a half kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I love music and food and mm-hmm. traveling. I have like so many travel plans coming up in August. I don't know how I'm going to handle it. <laughs> uh, you will though. I have every confidence that oh, you yeah. will. That'll be amazing. Uh, just so much like life experience there. Um, can you tell us like, so we've connected a lot over obviously be well with stuff, stuff, but other areas of health and wellness. Can you share a little bit of like what led you to do what you do and why wellness is important to you? Yes. So I started learning about, I guess, positivity Mm -hmm. in when I was in Denmark. Mm -hmm. I was a psych major and they had a program called positive psychology for the semester. So it was very cool. Um, And it was just an idea that I had never heard uh, talked about very much in my life. Like thinking about your emotions and understanding them and understanding how your mindset actually creates your reality. So that's where it started. That was the first time I had ever meditated. Um, I also started taking a yoga class there. Someone in Denmark that was offering very cheap yoga classes while he was a student learning to teach yoga. So that was your first experience then Mm -hmm. was like in college. Yep. Wow. Mm -hmm. Um, Prior to that, um, I was a very unhealthy and a very unhappy and very negative person, mm-hmm. to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. Um, if you knew me during high school and you see me on Instagram now, you're probably like, what happened? <laughs> Who is <to> she? <laughs> yeah, wow. I remember her being kind of like not very nice. Um, so it's- And you never would know that now. You'd yeah, never know that you. that's what you were like experiencing before. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 
I was like eating McDonald's every day, Mm -hmm. um, just not really taking care of myself and not having any idea of the connection between um, the taking care of yourself and that affecting your mindset. Mm -hmm. And then um, when I was in Denmark and studying positive psychology, something that our teacher taught us was called like the downward spiral, Mm -hmm. which is like when you have a negative mindset and then one negative thing happens to you and then ruminating on that and having a negative attitude, it closes your mind to seeing um, like the positive things happening. And then you're only seeing the negative things happening and it's just creating more negativity Mm -hmm. in your life. Mm -hmm. So I loved that. I was like, wow. So if you can intercept that spiral, right? If you can cut it off, then you can start to climb back out. Climb back exactly. Out. Yeah. And the power of just thinking about positive things or seeing things in a positive way, actually creating more positive things to happen to you in your life. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels magical, right? Doesn't it? Like the idea of of like the law of attraction and manifestation and all of that. It feels like some sort of witchcraft. And then you stop and you're like, no, there, there's science behind this. There's mm-hmm. psychology behind this. It's so truthful. And it reminds me a lot of something that you talk about a lot with um, celebrating your small wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because those, the more you see little things mm-hmm. positively, the more positive things happen for mm-hmm. you. You start to literally like rewire your neurons. You rewire those neural pathways to notice um, things that are good and to believe that you are capable of doing things that are good, to believe that you are worthy. Like you're, you're teaching yourself how to think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So learning about controlling your mind and having power Mm -hmm. over your mind state was just so fascinating to Mm -hmm. me. Yeah. It was just something I had never learned before. So I was like, wow, this is awesome. Right. So that was what kind of started uh, me getting into yoga and meditating a little bit, Mm -hmm. not a ton. Then when I came home, uh, my dad actually got really sick Mm -hmm. and it was literally all of his lifestyle choices. Like he was a eat a steak for dinner every night, never had a salad, smoked a pack of cigarettes a day. just was super, and drank a ton of alcohol mm-hmm. and watching him in the hospital and having to like take off of work and sit there next to someone who essentially did this to himself. I just remember thinking to myself, like, I got to change my life because I never want my children to go through what I'm going through mm-hmm. right now. Like it was scary mm-hmm. and stressful and expensive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> <laughs> expensive healthcare is a whole, yeah. another whole conversation. Right. But yeah, that's, that's such a powerful light. I mean, truly like a heartbreaking, powerful experience, right? Like it was, and, and yet you could imagine that without a positive mindset and understanding how to work with your emotions that could have created a different outcome in you, right? That could have been a, a really negative, like life experience that weighed you down and watching the way that you used that in a positive way is just amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I really never thought about it, but that is so true because a lot of people, even people that I know who've gone through similar things, mm-hmm. I could see them taking it really negatively. Why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. Life is so unfair mm-hmm. and just kind of losing hope for the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. turned it into a positive experience yeah. and started 
learning more about being healthy. And eventually I ended up actually doing the um, holistic health coach uh, Mm -hmm. school program, certificate program, Mm -hmm. where I learned so much, so much about all different types of foods and meals and ingredients and things Mm -hmm. and about how different types of foods could actually affect your your mentally like gluten and dairy Mm -hmm. and meat. Yeah. Right. (laughs) The, the mind gut connection is something we do not talk enough about as a society that Mm -hmm. directly what you feed your gut, um, is feeding the centers that create the hormones that balance your emotions, right? Those hormone creators are a lot of them are located in your gut. Mm -hmm. So what you feed yourself literally is feeding your mind in the way that you feel. That's wild. Mm -hmm. Like they call your gut your second brain. Mm -hmm. But really, I almost think it's like your first. Yeah. Because your emotions are there first. Mm -hmm. I know. Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. It gives even more power to the idea of like nourishing ourselves well and really being conscious about what we put in our bodies. Um, So then. Where did yoga come from? <laughs> Actually, it was kind of a very amazing story. I kind of love this story. So um, I had met some friends who moved to California, mm-hmm. and I went out and visited them. I was like, I love it here. I have to move to California. Mm-hmm. So I packed up my stuff. They flew out to meet me to do the road trip with me. Fun. And we drove across the country for two weeks, Mm -hmm. stopping in all these amazing places. And I had done a little bit of yoga, Mm -hmm. but not a ton. Mm -hmm. We stopped at this one uh, place called the White Sand Desert in New Mexico, and it's absolutely epic. And I highly, highly, (laughs) highly recommend if anyone is ever near New Mexico, within a 10-hour drive, I would go for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. It's epic. It's, and we were there in, uh, January. So it was really cold, but it was a desert and the sand is literally white and it was hailing, but it was also sunny. Whoa. And I was like, how is this not snow? Like it's so cold, <laughs> but it's sand and you're walking up and down these massive sand dunes. Like when you get to the top of one of the sand dunes, you can't see the road that you came in on anymore all you see in every single direction is just sand dunes how powerful oh my gosh it was so amazing and I'm like oh I really want to get like a cute yoga video you know <laughs> right right so of course <laughs> <laughs> so I make my friends take a video of me doing a little flow and after that I don't know what it was it was like like I said, it was hailing mm-hmm. and it was windy and the sand was like whipping me in the face. Yeah. And I was doing this yoga flow and I completely forgot like where I was, that my friends were there. It was like, I was so in the zone. I've never been so like focused mm-hmm. and just present and just in my body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole rest of the trip, I just kept saying, guys, something happened to me. Something happened Back to me. Back in the desert. Back in right. the desert. <laughs> okay, you're right. This is a great story. Back in the desert, guys, something happened to I me. I changed. And now I'm a new person. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Ah, cool. So then I get to California yeah. and I just see this flyer that someone was offering a scholarship to their yoga teacher training. <laughs> Never did I want to be a yoga teacher. I used to hate speaking in front of people. Mm-hmm. and um, But I just wanted to meet more people and just grow my yoga. I don't know. There was just something in me telling me like, girl, you got to do this. Yeah. So I ended up doing that. And, um, 
That's how, yeah. yeah. So that's how I got into oh yoga. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. I love this. I love this. So now I know you're teaching like a class a week or, or a couple, you know, a couple pickup classes on top of that maybe, but it's a part of your lifestyle mm-hmm. now. Yoga, the breath work that comes with that, the mindfulness that comes with that. Tell me how, like what your personal wellness practices are like. Well, first of all, I really, even through doing yoga, I never really understood how powerful that meditation was at first. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of thought it was like foo-foo, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, oh yeah, meditation, it's going to help you so much kind of, you know, okay, sure. Like Mm -hmm. I have real problems. Right. (laughs) I can't just breathe them away. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I know there's still a lot of people that feel that way, right? That I'm sure. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who do. Yeah. Um, but there was one day during my teacher training where two of the teachers that were leading it were telling a story about the night before where they had gotten together in a group and they had written down their paradigms that they wanted to remove from their lives. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what a paradigm was, mm-hmm. so I'll just tell you guys what they told me. Good. Yes. <laughs> Um, something about yourself that you feel is, um, a result of something that happened to you that is causing you to act or behave or have like consistent, uh, thought patterns that you don't like that aren't serving you. Mm -hmm. Um, and for example, the teacher, one of them, he was given up for adoption as a baby and he felt heartbroken from being separated from his mother. So he had a lot of relationship issues. Mm -hmm. And I asked him, I was like, I get what you're saying, but how do you know that your relationship issues are because of that? Mm -hmm. Because I have things in my life that I'm like, oh, maybe this is a result of, you know, my dad or relationships or whatever. But I didn't feel that strong knowing like in your gut, Mm -hmm. like my gut wasn't telling me that's why. Right. And they both looked at me at the same time and just went, meditation. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. You crazy California yoga teachers. Yeah, sure. (laughs) I'll just think about it for a while. Yeah. But they were people who I trusted and Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, you know what? I will just give this a shot. Mm -hmm. And I started meditating and trying to understand some things about myself, my own paradigms and Mm -hmm. where they came from. And I finally like one day I was meditating on the same thing, asking myself, you know, why am I like this? Because there was something about myself that I didn't like how I handled in relationships. Mm -hmm. And like a month later, I was just walking down the street and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. It was like a memory came into my head and it was like, this is why Elisa. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I just knew it as much as I know my name is Elisa. It felt like in my gut. And as soon as I realized that, I was able to just let it go because I was like, it's not me. Mm-hmm. It's not me. It's my experience. Mm-hmm. Yep. I am not my experience. Right. Beautiful. You are not your experience in the same way that we are not. We say we are not our feelings, right? Mm-hmm. A feeling can come and go and experience happens. The way that we respond to that is something that we can change or acknowledge, right? We can also acknowledge the truth of, um, I just recorded, if anybody's, oh, well, I just recorded prior to this conversation, but the way the episodes are going to come out, like 
it was a few weeks ago, but um, <laughs> you're listening in real time here, but um, just kind of recorded an episode about the idea of, um, I could tell you guys, it was episode 63 or 64, go back and look, but it is about um, improving our emotional intelligence by learning to um, recognize and perceive what it is that we feel and then evaluate is this feeling based on something real or is it based on something I'm made up in my head or I'm carrying around with me, right? And when we can break it down, usually that feeling is based off something that's exaggerated. It's not exactly like real life affecting us, right? And so if we're able to say, okay, this, I'm feeling this, but it's not really a, an accurate representation of the situation. So I'm going to give myself a thought that is more real, more truthful, more gentle to myself. And then once I have that new thought, I can let that feeling go. Similar, it's a small, tiny piece of what it is like to really have a meditation practice that opens you up to experiencing the truth of what we understand. It's like understanding the truth about what we understand. Right. If you guys could see my eyes right now, they're just huge because you have no idea how much this can apply to my life, like literally at this moment. Uh Um, So I can imagine that a lot of you uh, listening can relate to that Mm -hmm. as well. Because we experience that stuff all the time, right? A feeling comes up and big feelings are normal. It's normal to feel stressed, to feel traumatized, to feel frustrated or like you failed at something, right? Like that, that's a normal, we all feel that. But then what? We have to acknowledge the fact that we're feeling it, right? And then we have to say like, okay, just because I feel disappointed, this is probably a small blip in the actual pattern and trajectory of my life. And the faster I can move through this blip and on to the next thing, the just happier I'm going to feel. And learning to do that, it takes a long time and Uh it's very difficult. And even myself, I... Don't, I'm not able to do it all the time, but mm-hmm. in those very rare moments where mm-hmm. I catch myself or where I catch myself using meditation because I'm having some of those thoughts that I don't like and I don't want to have, and I'm able to stop myself and go, I don't like this thought right now. I'm going to think about something else. Mm-hmm. It's very rare, but it happens once in a while. Yeah. And you just feel so strong and proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. You're like, yes, I am in control. And it is possible. And then your brain learns, hey, I just changed my thought pattern. I made myself feel better. That's a win. I can do that again. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's like going back to that rewiring thing. Like it's all connected. (laughs) So meditation is is a, a practice that you would encourage or say that you would use on a regular basis. Right? What else? What else is part of your like personal wellness toolkit? Mm. Well, Reading, I read a lot of books from yogis, meditators, Mm -hmm. a lot of like quote unquote self-help books, Mm -hmm. but some of them out there are just so absolutely amazing and really make you think like, wow, I never thought of that before. Mm -hmm. Or finally, someone understands how I'm feeling about something. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of reading, a lot of listening to podcasts. Um, I love listening to your podcast. Yes. And I text you all the time. I'm like, oh my God, I just love what you just said. Because I totally relate to that. And it's just like a feeling of someone else gets what I'm going through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So yeah, meditation, yoga, journaling, Mm -hmm. 
Um, those would be an eating healthy, mm-hmm. obviously, mm-hmm. because that's a huge thing for me. Um, I really feel physically awful when I'm not taking care of my health. Um, it just, I feel slow. I feel like depressed, mm-hmm. not super depressed, but I feel like it's harder to do everything that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good way to put that because And I think it it also comes from being in tune with the way your body feels and the way that your mind feels, right? Like paying attention to that. But the way that we, um, the way that food affects us, I think people sometimes expect it to be like grand or dramatic, right? Like, well, I'm not, I'm not depressed. So it's not that big a deal, right? Right. But maybe it just means you're a little more irritated Mm -hmm. or you feel a little unrest in you somewhere, those smaller things can still be connected to what we're putting into our bodies, you know? And same with when we eat things that are, you do not have to eat like three weeks of whole plant gourmet food in order to start feeling well. It could just be, hey, that meal like agreed with me. I'm going to notice that Mm because I can do that little thing again. Um, literally, uh, yesterday we had a luncheon at my work Mm -hmm. and, you know, I didn't want to be rude or anything, but they only had a couple options. And so I went with the tuna instead Mm -hmm. of turkey or ham, Mm -hmm. but they made it with like so much mayonnaise and cheese and, you know, I was starving and I ate it Mm -hmm. and I couldn't do anything for the rest of the night because I felt so nauseous. Mm -hmm. I just felt so heavy and I, I wasn't too like down on myself about mm-hmm. it, whatever. You got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. You got to eat, you know? Yeah, right. But, um, it, I definitely noticed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you feel like, so your eating patterns have changed a lot, right? Like over the last several years, do you notice a difference now more when you go back and eat something that's like heavier or not as nutritious? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I noticed it right away after making the switch because, Obviously, I I slowly made the switch Mm -hmm. over time. And then one of the first times I think I had like McDonald's again, Mm -hmm. um, I just felt like such crap that I was like, oh my gosh, I never realized how bad it was making me feel before and how much better I actually can feel. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times people who have been having digestion issues or even skin issues Mm -hmm. or just energy issues, they just think that's a part of who they are and they have no idea that there's a whole other side of life out there Mm -hmm. that they can easily get to by changing their diet. Yeah. And there's people in my life that I've known for so long who would just complain and be going to the doctor all the time and I would just be like, would you ever consider mm-hmm. like maybe changing your diet? Mm-hmm. What, what can it hurt, you right. know? Yeah. And they just don't want to. Yeah. I think you're right. That's kind of what I was hoping you were going to say. I think you're right that when you're in the pattern of eating a certain way, you don't necessarily connect the way you feel to what you're eating, right? You're like, well, this is always how I eat. This is always how I feel. It just is how I am. And even if somebody doesn't feel that lousy, they might just be like, well, this is my normal right? This is my baseline. And people don't always realize that it can be better, that you could actually feel not just fine, but you could feel good. You could feel great. Right. Right. Exactly. And then you go backward and you're like, oh yeah, that's what I used to feel like before. I don't even realize, right? Like sometimes we, we have to let something like a conversation get us to try something new because you might not be feeling it. You might be sitting there listening and being like, I don't know. I'm pretty much fine with how I eat. Cool. There's always room for improvement. 
right? I'm also fine with how I eat and I know I could probably do better on a day-to-day basis, right? There's always room to grow and maybe we'd feel even more well on the other side of it once we got there. Yeah. Are you a good water drinker? I am a very good water drinker. I feel like that's another habit that those of us who drink a lot of water don't like think about all the time, but I think that is a huge one for the way that you feel on a regular basis because it's another thing where as soon as you like are dehydrated or don't drink a lot of water, you're like, I'm dying, (laughs) right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I actually, I never knew. Mm -hmm. I was working like two jobs at one point and they had free coffee at both jobs. (laughs) And this was back in the day before I did my holistic health coach Mm -hmm. uh, training program and all that. So I had no, no one ever in my life told me how important water was Mm -hmm. to drink. So, or if they did, I wasn't listening. Mm -hmm. So I was drinking about six cups of coffee a day. Mm -hmm. And after a few weeks of working, it was my first job out of college and working at a restaurant at night. My mom like looked at me one day and she was like, you look sick. Like your skin is like gray. And I was like, every day I was coming home from work and just laying in bed. And I can't remember who it was now, but (laughs) someone was like, do you drink enough water? And I was like, what? (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) No, (laughs) I was barely drinking any. Mm -hmm. And I still know people to this day who Mm -hmm. don't drink any water at all. Yes. Which is crazy to me because now I can't go through like even the first half of my day without having a full bottle of water. Yes. Yes. I feel like that too. It's another one of those things where it's like, I guess kind of a takeaway here is to not accept your like status quo. Yes. Right. I feel like that's what we keep getting back to here Mm -hmm. is the things that you're feeling, the way that your body feels, the way your digestion is, the way your energy level is. You don't have to just accept that as who you are. It, It might be that there's room to grow or change there and that that stuff could actually feel, feel better. You don't have to just accept it the way it is. And it also applies to other areas of your life, like relationships, Mm -hmm. um, not just romantic relationships, but friendships, um, career, coworkers, Mm -hmm. boss, everything. And I think um, that's something that I also focus on a lot and that I study up on a lot is just communication and empathy and understanding other people. Because it's just all around going to make everyone's life better when we all understand each other and have better communication. Mm -hmm. I know you and I talk about this a lot because we talk about like how communication with your body is like communication with other people, right? And you you have to be an active listener. You have to respond to what is being said to you, right? You have to understand where that other vantage point is coming from. Well, that applies to a person you're talking to and understanding their, their emotions, their experiences, and listening to what they're literally saying. But then also in our bodies, like if your body is telling you something, your job is to change your response based off the information you're getting, right? That's all relationships is to apply your response based off the information you're getting, not the thing you think you already know better about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I say this in yoga a lot too. Listen to your body and 
do what it's telling you to do. (laughs) (laughs) Because if your body is going, oh, my wrists are dying, stop doing chaturanga, Mm -hmm. you know, or Mm -hmm. take a child's pose. Or if your legs are quivering, like take a break. Yes. Don't just listen to your body and then go, oh, well, I know better. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That's totally how I feel. Um, Totally how I feel about exercise and rest. I just read something today from um, an Instagram account that irritates me. <laughs> that, that um, But it was like never skip – it said something like never skip two workouts. And I was like that's horrible advice because what if you're exhausted? What if you are sick? What if you – like there's a different life circumstance. Like no, then we're putting this idea in our head that we can't respond to our bodies and we can't respond to – the world and circumstances around us. And those things are really important. They're offering us important information, right? Like it's not our job. Same deal with um, like meal, the way I feel about meal plans is like, if you're listening to your body, you can't say, well, my body's hungry, but this piece of paper says I can't eat again. No, then you're not listening to your body. You're listening to a piece of paper, right? And which one of those has more value in your life? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be so rigid mm-hmm. with your rules, like, or with anything, you know, your schedule, mm-hmm. um, your meals. Like one thing that I love from you that I've been doing so much now is just literally eating something nutritious that doesn't go along with anything else. Like I was hungry earlier today and I just took a potato and I just ate that potato. Yeah. It was already cooked, but (laughs) thank goodness (laughs) I I didn't feel the need to like, Oh, I don't have any beans or I don't have a piece of fish to go with Mm -hmm. this. I just ate that. And I was really happy about that. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And there's no food rules, right? Like you can create food boundaries. You can have food priorities, all that good stuff. But like you are in charge of those things. Like if you want, if my mom were here, she would be like, yeah, eat the potato. Potatoes like <laughs> oh, I know she food. loves potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. So um, people who are listening to this are obviously like on their own health and wellness journey. Um, and a question I like to ask is if people are kind of getting started on their wellness journey, what would be your kind of tips for a starting place where people are like, I just want to be healthier or I just want to feel better. What does your gut say is the place to start? Well, definitely physical activity and nutrition. Um, If you're not exercising, find some way to get movement into your life. Mm -hmm. I even noticed working at a desk job, um, I feel, you know, tighter. Mm -hmm. I feel stressed. My body gets a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I'm not exercising, Mm -hmm. so I really even have to just make it a point to just go for a walk during my lunch, Mm -hmm. um, or after work, Mm -hmm. if I can't fit in any other activity, start small. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and with your diet, I mean, just looking at your diet and what are you eating and noticing how it's making you feel. I would say start there. Yeah. And for yoga and meditation, um, the ev- everything is on the internet. Uh-huh. You know, YouTube is your best friend. If you're starting to learn yoga and you don't want to go to a yoga class in person because you're a little bit nervous, totally understandable. Mm-hmm. Or you don't know like what kind of class you're getting into, you yeah. know, you don't want to hop into an advanced class by accident mm-hmm. um, and end up hurting yourself, you know, worse than anything. So definitely YouTube for yoga, 
meditation. I love Insight Timer. It's my favorite app. They have hundreds and hundreds. I know there's a ton of apps out there, Mm -hmm. but this one is really great. Um, You can like make friends on there so you can find each other and then it'll show you like when I'm meditating. What? It'll be like, Elisa's meditating right now. Give her like a high five or something. Wait, why don't we do this? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm writing this down right now. I want to do this. Yeah. Um, Fun. We can link that for you guys too. Insight Timer. Um, Super fun. I, I like the way that you said. Well, of course, movement. Oh my gosh. And if movement is for your physical health and your mental health, like even like she said, just, just go for a little walk, right? Like just, uh, loosen your muscles, loosen your joints, kind of reset your posture, breathe some fresh air, all that good stuff. Like that's a great starting place. But I like how you said, as far as your nutrition goes, the first step is to see what you're already doing, right? To notice what you're consuming and then to notice how what you're consuming makes you feel because that's when you can listen and make adjustments, right? Otherwise, you're just kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing if it sticks. Right, exactly. When you start becoming aware of what the things that you're doing are making you feel, like it could be anything. You know, you notice that after, even something healthy, after I eat broccoli, I get a stomach ache. Mm -hmm. But if you never knew that before, you wouldn't know to stop eating broccoli. So you're going to keep eating broccoli and you're going to keep getting stomach aches. Yeah. So the first step is just becoming aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does broccoli really give you a stomachache or is that just your example? No, I don't no. know why I thought <laughs> of broccoli curious. for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be because it's like fibery and saltier. Right. You know, it's almost cruciferous. It could be. I was like, maybe. I have um, peanut butter is my weird one. Oh. I love peanut butter. I eat it all the time, but it gives me acid reflux. Mm. So I just know now. Even though the like peanut butter and banana type thing is often listed as a great like pre-exercise snack or whatever. Not for me. I'm not eating peanut butter before I go do a workout. I'm not going to breathe well, right? So it's just even though it's a nutritious thing, it's just awareness. I think that's another kind of overall theme for this episode, right? Is what did you say a second ago? You said something like, um, uh, it was about like noticing the way that you feel in order to make a change. Well, isn't that like across the board here? That could be your emotions. It could be through, through your thoughts, through your meditation, through what you eat, through the way that you move. It's noticing the way that you feel, being mindful of that on purpose in order to then be able to respond differently. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, it kind of goes back to like the paradigm thing, mm-hmm. you know, it's just having the awareness of why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. Um, It could be something that happened to you in your past, or it could be choices that you're making currently. Mm -hmm. But the first step is just becoming aware so that you can make the changes that you have to make. Beautiful. Like put a little, wrap that up with a little bow. Let's leave that right there. That was awesome. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Um, This is so lovely. I think we should do this more. I would love to. Yeah. Um, where can people find you and connect with you and all that? So I'm on Instagram, mostly, uh, Ninja Warrior Goddess with underscores in between the words. Can I tell you that was like, that was like a selling point. I was like, okay, (laughs) I feel like everyone needs an assistant who's a Ninja Warrior Goddess. Like, come on. I'm glad you feel that way because I made it a long time ago and I'm always like, should I make it more like professional? I don't know. I don't think that encompasses who you are just fine. Thank <laughs> Go you. With it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do have a website that I post my um, like yoga classes. And if I'm ever going to do another retreat mm-hmm. or um, any special events, mm-hmm. 
It's called elevatedselfsolutions.com. We'll just put the link yeah. for you guys. Um, yeah. Perfect. Definitely reach out. Say hi to Elisa. Ask her any follow-up questions. She's great to chat with. Oh, you can come to my yoga class on Wednesdays at the Rock Climbing Gym at 6 p.m. Central Rock is the name of it. Central Rock in Buffalo, Wednesdays, 6 p.m. I'll be there. Awesome. (laughs) Sounds great. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.